0: Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This season, we'll be covering all things wealth, from owning it to maximising it. For
1: further information, or if you'd like help accelerating your wealth directly, please do contact us. Head over to our website, www.rebeccarobertsonevo.co.uk. Helen Pritchard. Helen is the winner of 2020 FSB Awards High Growth Business of the Year and 2019 EVA Internet Industry Award. Online marketing specialist Helen Pritchard is on a mission to help millions of people go from struggle to success. Over a 12-month period, Helen secured 1 million worth of sales orders. Made over 120 guest expert and podcast appearances and contributed to leading national publications, including Coaching at Work. Helen teaches her methods to the global community through her 12-week group coaching program, LinkedIn Mastermind, free five-day challenges and and a free LinkedIn marketing Facebook group, which has more than 14,000 members. Let's get chatting to Helen. Helen, welcome you little ball of energy and directness. I I love your lives where you're, you don't mind when you're, when you're online, you just don't, you just don't care that. I just, I love your ease about it all. And I think that's a really important thing. This sort of polished Look that everybody has, or this polished. Oh, you know, my mic's not working, or oh, hang on, I've got to grab my cup of tea, or the phone's ringing, or <laughs> you've had a bad day, or just being open, honest, and frank about stuff. I I really like that. I admire that in people because I just think there's too much BS out there, and especially when it comes to money. I don't know if you agree, but there's this pretentiousness about it, this fakeness about it, and I I I'd love to have you on the show because I'm just gonna. I'm quite intrigued to see where this could go
0: <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here oh that's all I can say yeah good money's like one of my favorite topics really I mean business is my thing but business is just a vehicle to money so um one of the things that I teach the girls is or one of the mantras that we say is uh, I love money and money loves me
1: <laughs> because, Really?
0: yeah because I it's we just got to get rid of can't get rid of it you know we're all brought up in this society where we're not allowed to talk about it and you know it's 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 a nonsense in my opinion I think I love I love to talk about money I think it's I think it's absolutely great I love spending it I love earning it I love giving it away like it's it's all good stuff and now thanks to you I like saving it and putting it in sensible places as well so I mean every element of money for me the excitement of creating wealth out of nothing is for me the essence of entrepreneurship
1: precisely no and exactly and i love the fact that you said um you know you said that again about loving money how did you put it
0: i love money and money loves me
1: so i say i didn't realize you told the girls that um (laughs) i say if money loves you it will love you back um so a lot of people are quite negative about money and they have such negative thoughts around money And, and i'm not like completely woo woo but i do believe from an energetic perspective and just from a general mindset nlp whatever you want to call it what you project is what you get back and with money if you sort of push it away then it's not going to come back and love you back so I love the fact that you tell the girls that
0: I mean I'm super woo so like I totally believe in abundance for everyone there's more than enough for everybody and the more that you create the more that you give the more that you celebrate it you know the the more there is and there's enough absolutely enough for everyone and that's what I, I teach the girls yeah
1: what's the most woo book you've ever read that you've loved
0: Oh, that's a really great question. So my, I tell you what, this is a a top recommendation from me. And I bought this on a whim because I thought it'd be funny. Um, And then I was (laughs) left, it was so profound that it just blew me away. Um, And it's called The Afterlives of the Rich and Famous. Right. By by Sylvia Brown, um, who's, she's passed away now. And She just wrote, so she was actually outed as a sort of fake medium uh, in American sort of celebrity land because uh, she had a bit of a scandal. I didn't know any of this when I read it, Um, but she's, to me, so I absolutely believe, I believe believe in everything that she's written about where we've come from, where we're going, what we're doing here, like the meaning of life. It was super, super profound, and I've read every book she's written. And for some people, it'll just feel like it, it doesn't resonate at all, but for me, I just read... I devoured all of her books because to me, it just made perfect sense. And I think when you really understand that, or you really do believe that, like I do, that, you know, life's a game. You're here to play it. You know, we all, we all, we're here for a reason. You know, it's all predetermined to a point. It's like coming to a casino. You get the same amount of chips as you get when you come in as to when you leave. So you might as well just play it fully and play it, play it out, you know, take, take wow. your risk and, and enjoy it, you know, enjoy it. you know it's not life's not to be endured; it's to be enjoyed um and I think that that knowing that has made me much more financially successful than anything else I've read because it's just given me that feeling of everything's gonna be okay
1: amazing I love the way that you put all of that yeah it's like it's a game to play yeah enjoy it it's not to be endured; it's to be enjoyed I love that and I had so many questions as you were talking, but I get Tourette's, and I can just interrupt people by saying, "No, just let her flow, say her thing." <laughs> I know all those ideas. Now you're under pressure. It's like what, what, what? All those nuggets. There's so many little nuggets in there. I have to listen, listen back. So my initial question, and you've sort of touched upon it, is what does wealth mean to you? Um yeah. You've articulated that quite well already. But is anything you'd want to add? Um.
0: Well, I mean, my my. When I do a lot, again, super spiritual, super into law of attraction, like so when I when I, when I was very, very poor, uh, and I was in about ninety bands worth of personal financial debt, um, I you know, when I was thinking about how, how I would get out of that, one of the things I used to write or what I was cause you with the law of attraction, you've got to put yourself in the state you wanna be in. You know, not like I want this, because if you want something, then you're always gonna want it. So you have to put yourself in that state of being, it's kind of like my the sentence that I wrote the most was I, money does not impact my decision making process.
1: Wow. That's huge.
0: Huge. That is
1: fundamental.
0: Yeah. Because when you've got no money, it impacts everything.
1: Everything. Oh yeah. Emotional state, your relationships, everything.
0: So I I like to, so to make decisions, whether it's on whether I'm going to buy this or that, or whether it's, I'm going to do this trip or that trip, whether I'm going to, you know, take the girls to do this or not, like, it used to be a huge emotional decision to make filled with guilt and shame and anticipation and trepidation. You know, if I spend a hundred pound on this day out and the girls don't enjoy it and then, you know, this whole, everything just looks so sort of tied up into this kind of financial anxiety. But that's what mm-hmm. I was, that's why I'm always been moving away from. So I want it to be take I want money to be taken out of every decision-making process, you know, so I can do, I can be, I can have whatever I want. You know, and a big, a huge mentor of mine, anyone listening to this is Denise Duffield-Thomas. You know, she...
1: Oh, I love Denise. DT.
0: Yeah, yeah, DT. And she's taught me so much about money mindset. She really has. And and I do think everything is a mind game. You know, everything that you do and everything that you say, everything, how you show up in the world, it's, you know, money's attached to all of that. And I truly, truly believe money buys happiness because there's loads of happy times I've had that I couldn't have had without the money. You know, yeah. and I've had lots and lots of happy times. So, for example, you know, people say, yeah, but what about the sunsets? And, you know, what about holding your children? And what about, you know, I breast- I breastfed my daughter till she was like, one. I was like, what about those was moments? was
1: going to say 10 then.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> two cents, it Megan, yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, so like, what about those moments? Those moments are beautiful, but those moments are also tainted when you can't pay your bills. Yeah. And you don't know, you know, when you get up in the morning, whether, you know everyone's going to be safe in your family because you're going to be able to pay for all the things everyone needs and you know so I absolutely do believe that and it's not it's just going for that that state of calmness calm it's the opposite isn't it of financial anxiety Mm. It's that financial calmness and no fear
1: I think fear is removed isn't it worry is removed and it's just this state of
0: and it's beautiful. So like things like now, I just, I just travel the world. Um I, I not just physically traveling, but I just go through life, you know, with this, this confidence now, because I know that I've got the means to fix most problems. I'm not talking about health, obviously, that's the one thing. But then again, I've got private healthcare. So that might help a little bit, you know, mm. but most problems, if it's not your health, you know, and it's not, you know, an emotional trauma that's happening, most problems can be at least smoothed over when you've got access to cash you know so for example i was bringing the girls home from disneyland paris once so i was very very poor it would taken all my money to get there um and i still felt guilt and shame about going because i was still you know all that kind of stuff and then when i got to the gate at charles de Gaulle airport it turns out i'd booked the tickets on the wrong month oh so I, I, it's really hard to describe how that the terror that that strikes into you because now it's fine i just put us in a hotel. You know it'll be fun we'll fly back tomorrow we'll get a new flight we'll just pick that but when you've got no money suddenly yeah. you feel unsafe because what am I going to do how am I going to do this you know I have to ring my dad you know, my, uh, you know I was in my 30s you know my dad's trying to you know transfer money around and he can't pay that and I can't afford, you know and it's just those two that experience now wouldn't even phase me you
1: know no,
0: it's fine you know it's fine it's not a problem same with the girls you know they're stranded somewhere it's fine i'll just send you an uber it's not a problem you know well, they've got their own uber accounts they think they're the uh Kardashians
1: so Denise T talk talks about um small upscale lifts so if you're in a yeah. situation on a day-to-day basis and you don't have you know you haven't got ubers amounts of money where you could literally go i fancy a new sofa i'm gonna buy a yeah. new sofa when yeah. you, you you can't it's do that That
0: damn cushion. you can you can afford instead Uh, exactly and um, yeah
1: don't buy a whole cushion maybe just buy the cover and find an old cushion that you can put there's small upscales so how how did you make that transition from being in that panic in that fear to where you are now where you do have the bank balance to be able to make those decisions what did you do in those first few months or years to sort of start to because it's a bit of a, a spiral effect once you're in that hole and I, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way i don't mean that because i've been there myself i was 21 and i got into an awful lot of debt yeah, after yeah. a car accident and i worked for a bank i knew how to find money i could i could i could get credit no problem i knew all the loopholes and yeah. um, so I, I know it and it's really hard to stop yourself and when you're in it And I got into a real sort of pickle with cash flow in my business about three and a half, four years ago. when I had my second baby and it was really, really hard work. And to get your mindset out of that, it took me months to literally claw my way out of it. I had to be so strong. What sort of small steps would you, anyone that's listening that maybe feels that they're there, what would you say to them?
0: Well, the first thing is to face it, like particularly if you're in that space, I mean, I had an open post for years and things like that. So you've got to face it. And once you face it, everything seems a lot easier. You know, it's like that hole in the dark thing, isn't it? Bring it into the light, it's easier. So you face it, you know what you're dealing with. And then actually step into the energy of where you want to be and make that your guiding light. So when things are hard, particularly, so this relates to business really, but when things are hard, when you don't want to post on social media, when you don't want to do another Facebook Live, when you don't want to, you know, when no one's buying your stuff, when everything feels really hard, it's like, the, the thing that I say a lot, which I think I might get on a t-shirt, is no one's coming yeah. to save you yeah. because they're not. So it's kind of like, you've got to take responsibility and you've got to take action and you've got to be absolutely consistent and you've got to build your own resilience because you've got to be moving away from that energy and into the new energy. And you know what? Sometimes you've just got to do it. You've got, you've got to make a decision. So again, I'm full of the cliches today, like, but I always say like success is a decision. You just You, get, you just get to a point. And if you're not got to that point, you're not there yet. You know, so sometimes you can't get yourself there. Sometimes you've got to get, you've got to get to that point. And I think I just made a commitment to myself that I was going to do whatever it took um and i and i did i did whatever it took i I did facebook lives every day for well over a year i did you know i put myself out there consistently hundreds and hundreds of guest experts hundreds and hundreds of podcasts was in groups and engaging with people for hours and hours and hours on end you know always looking for opportunities to help other people and to give you know how can i help people how can i help people how can i help people rather than thinking I need stuff. I need money. I need yeah, sales. It was yeah. like, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? I'm really, really... like,
1: as you described, right? So it's going into the positive light rather than like, Hey, well I need this much money so I can just pay my rent this month. Yeah. It's like, no, how, how can I go out and help more people and actually yeah. get that back and make sure you've got a, 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 you know, a, a funnel or you've got, um, you know, an actual charging structure where you're getting paid for your value and making sure yeah. you're aligned with your values in terms of making sure you're getting paid. Um, but in terms of your energy, of where you're going, and where, where, you know what direction, 100% in in that direction of helping others. I don't believe um, anyone who
0: says, you know, you know, you don't need to hustle. You don't, you know, you can just work whatever hours a day, and you can do this bullshit. Like I'm telling you now, you have got to, you've got to do. Again, what I say to the girls, so when I was away, I was in Columbia and Megan was like, my daughters are 13 and 15, by the way. And um, so my, my youngest daughter, Megan was crying and saying, why are you halfway around the world when, you know, I need you here, you know, some boyfriend trauma or something. I said, Megan, because I'm halfway around the world doing things that other people aren't prepared to do to give us a lifestyle other people don't have. Yep. And, you know, you've got to make those sacrifices. You know, you've got to make, I just, I just don't believe that there's, an, there's another way personally, not forever just for mm. now you know i'm talking about twi- i would say 18 months to three years is the real the real launch phase you know real grafting you've got to get something off the ground into orbit it takes a lot of energy once it's up and running like now i outsource mm. everything so i don't i work maybe an hour or two in my business three days a week if that um you know actually do, ju- i just do stuff like this i've got a team of 20 odd people who do everything else
1: i was gonna say um, i don't feel like you hustle now i don't no, get that question but you're just the opposite yeah,
0: I don't do upset. anything now. I do <laughs> the bare minimum so Lisa my is my sort of closest assistant and I've got other VAs for everything else and I, you know people do all my personal stuff as well and and I've got I don't have any activities to do at home or work that I either don't like or I'm not good at so what that means is I literally work so she knows not to book anything on a Monday or Friday and um, nothing before 12 and nothing after three so I, I basically literally work between 12 and 33 days a week and that is how I set it up and that's why I worked so hard at the beginning that's why my business cost me 30 40 grand a month in terms of output yeah uh, because that's how I want my business to be I could do everything myself and and actually take home millions of pounds but instead I have a million pound plus pound turnovers got going on in my business but you know there's a lot of output because I want a business that gives me the lifestyle not just i don't want to i don't no. want to level hustling forever but it annoys me when people see me and they're like oh i want what you've got but deep down they're not prepared to do what i've done um yeah so there's that but i think in terms of moving into so in terms of money in your personal life what denise what you're talking about before do something is in, incremental upgrades as she calls it yeah and i say any women mainly women listening to this probably i would have thought yeah. um underwear right such a- <laughs> yeah right you don't have to get the top of the range underwear so i only wear Victoria's secrets i can't believe i've gone to administration i don't know what i'm gonna do uh but anyway so i have not worn you
1: buy a year of supply before they go or is that yeah, too late i've
0: already got that i've got that and the rest i haven't <laughs> i have not worn non-matching underwear for over three years and that was a decision i made i've been single as well that time so i've been single for two years but uh Every single day when I get up, I put on really nice matching underwear. It doesn't matter what I'm doing, where I'm going, who I'm seeing. If anyone's ever going to see it, most days no one's seen it, to be honest. Um, So that to me was just a game changer in in my mindset. Because the investment. So yeah, I spent a few hundred quid on underwear. Yeah, I did. I went to Vegas actually and I spent it all. I bought it all, most of it there. Um, But lingerie is like my thing so it's kind it of like, it made
1: you feel, in heighten, it got your energy up, it made you feel amazing, well, what do you do I, every I
0: mean, day, you know, you, you put your underwear on every day, most days, you know, so it's kind yeah. of like a, a huge sign to myself that says, you're, you are worth this, you know, you deserve to have nice things, and to look nice, and to respect yourself, and to go out there, and you know, do your shit, do you know what I mean, like, it, every day, every single day without fail, and I think, there's just those little things that incrementally add on to you feeling yep. good about yourself, and the better you feel about yourself, the the more money you make. Definitely.
1: So, what advice would you give to your younger self? So, before when you were back in that period where you before you learnt this stuff, and um, before you got into debt, what advice would you give you know, your past self? What would you say?
0: It's a game, and you're gonna play it. I wouldn't change anything. I won't change a
1: thing. So many people say that.
0: It's, it's true though, because. You wouldn't be who you are, would you? Mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what advice do I give my daughters is probably a bit different. You know, because I think I can shortcut a lot of the stuff. I mean, I literally had this conversation with Megan yesterday. She said, mum, we're talking about cars because Katie's coming up. My oldest coming up to seven. Well, she's not. She's 15. But we're talking about when she's 17 and gets a car. And, you know, we're laughing and saying, yeah, you probably will get a car. I said, but when I was younger, you know, we had, the, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And Megan's like, oh. I really want a white Range Rover. That's my dream car. And I said, Megan, you can have a white Range Rover. You're going to have to set up a business and you're going to have that as your dream. And you're going to have a picture of it and you're going to look at it every day. And you're going to make decisions every day that's going to get you closest to that dream. And when you buy that Range Rover for yourself outright, you are going to feel amazing. Yeah. But you will feel so different than if I give you one. I said, I'll get you a fee at 500. You can pick your color. And then your, your job then is to how can I turn this Fiat 500, which is miles better than most cars we all had, basically. Yeah,
1: uh, mine. How, how I had. I
0: turn, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, how can I turn this car into my dream car? And I said, and I want you to, I just, I do really do want the girls to have their own businesses because I just think you learn, and you know, imagine if you'd had your own business from 15, 16, you just learn so much, don't you? You're not going to get it right all the time, but you're going to learn every day. You know, I always say the girls are going to, just despite me, they're going to get a proper job. Yeah, you know, I just don't want them to. And, and going to college, even Megan said to me, though, I'd, it amazed me because we had this chat yesterday and thought, some of it's sinking in here. This is good. She said, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to do business. I'm going to do marketing. I'm going to do media because I know that no matter what I do, they're going to matter.
1: Brilliant. My, my daughter, she's 12, and she wants her own YouTube channel. And half of me is like entrepreneurial, absolutely brilliant. She, you know, not a great idea. She's learn about media, she understand marketing, SEO, like so many different things. And then the other part of it is you know the security, you know, yeah. her being on camera all the time. And she's a typical, you know, loves flicking her hair around type of 12 year old. Um and the other part, so that I'm sort of dreading that element of you know showing off if you like in front of camera. But you know, what would be the best for her long term is to Learn how to do that effectively. um But she's 12, so she just wants to, you know, groom a pony and show someone how she washes and grooms a pony, for example. Oh, I um, want that. be amazing. <laughs> I'll send you her, her, if I let her do it, I'll send you her channel and you can subscribe. Yeah, that'd be hilarious.
0: That'd be great. That would be great. I mean, I think, it's, but you know, this time last year, Megan wanted to be a wag, so you know, things need change. <laughs> Because a boyfriend at the time was having trials for football teams, and I think she thought, "Well, that'd be good. That's a fast track to my Range Rover, isn't it? If I just marry a footballer." So, you know, I was- don't,
1: yeah. And and that's a bit of a, a, a sort of a story with Respawn. And I I haven't got like, all respect to to people that uh, all respect to people that you know want to marry and into money. And I, I don't don't mean anyone like that. Just, it's not just not for me. And I would hope that my daughter would want more for her own self-fulfillment because i don't know about you i get so much from what i do um and yeah. it's not it's not always if, if i could do what i do and i had money in the bank and i could still do what i do and not get paid but i still felt financially secure and all the things that you described before then that's fine i'd volunteer and do it for nothing almost um but yeah. that's not life is it that's not how it works um no, you know but- no. And you can do some things for free and you can do like freebies and you can get, you know, this, this podcast is, you know, is a way of giving back. You can do things that are effective to help others. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't like the saying money is the root of all evil because I disagree with that. Um, exactly. I think money is such a opening opportunity for everybody. It's just whether you're willing to take the opportunities that are there and be brave enough, like you've described.
0: Yeah, just well, that's it. It's a game, isn't it? So I just think, just play it, and I just play it, have fun with it. You know, that's that's all I want for the, for my children is. I know it's a cliche, but I want them to be happy. And I just can't see anyone with my DNA of any kind being happy sat in an office looking out of a window for forty years and then retiring. You know, it just doesn't doesn't compute in my head. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't know. But I just think personally, I think there's more to life than that.
1: I, yeah, I completely agree. And it's definitely about finding where your, where your thing is, isn't it? Sometimes that takes, takes a little bit of time oh, yeah. What's for the future, Helen. What do you, what do you see for yourself in the future? So you've got, you know, this business that's doing things perfectly the way you want. You've got this life that you want. What do you see that in 10 years time? Sometimes I think
0: just this. was great I'm living my dream I'm living my dream but no can't sit still can I so she can 365 is a big part of the future so that's a project that I did with my friends Michelle and Christian and we've turned that now into a business and and that's about so originally it was a a plan to interview 365 women over 365 days um and tell their stories in 365 words and we just just it's just changed our lives because we can just see how giving these women a voice and a platform has changed their lives, and how it makes them feel about themselves, and you know, telling women stories. So, we we've got a few ideas on how we're going to bring that to to life in in different ways. So that's about empowering women. So part of that will be obviously around business. Some of it will be about entrepreneurship. Some of it will be about money, lifestyle. You know, spirituality. You know, all of those things. I always, I call it sort of like Cosmo for entrepreneurs. That's where I'm. That's why I'm pitching it. <laughs>
1: Oh, brilliant
0: um, yeah so we've got plans for you know events awards magazine online things so that's that's something that we're really excited about uh, i've got another big thing coming out that i can't tell you about yet and i'm still not able oh, to
1: oh i hate yeah. when people do that i hate
0: so but it's exciting and um, we've got some merch coming out so some some helen merchandise that will be
1: in oh are you what, what, some of your catchphrases that you've just said
0: yeah. on yeah some of those oh, yeah. things are good uh, and you know for me Just, just enjoying life. So, um, okay, I'm going to say, uh, there you go. Here's an exclusive for you. There you go. I can't say about the business thing. So recently met someone, um, and I just feel like this is the next phase for me. So it's been very, very business, business, business. And now it's Mm. going to be a little bit more about balance. I think put it that way. So having, having some nice times and just, coming out of that you know I don't know shifting that identity from single you know strong independent single woman so actually having a nice time with someone and
1: enjoying and, myself and, and in a relationship where you've got to go oh I need to ask you if, if this if this, this is going to happen or would you not do that would you not not ask for permission not I can not want to imagine you doing that but would you be uh, Where you have to slow down and go, I've been independent all this time and now I've got to ask if what he's doing at the weekend or <laughs>
0: Yeah, but we're both pretty good. So we're both very independent anyway. Um and we've all got our own businesses. So we're kind of yeah, we're like literally talking, we're going, right, well, well I'm doing this on Tuesday and you're doing that on Wednesday. Da, 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 the football's on, so let's let's go on Wednesday and then we'll see. But we so we're quite efficient in that way. And um, but the the big the big thing for me has been asking for help. Oh, Ooh, Ooh so
1: vulnerability. Okay.
0: Super handy and super like, he's got deal with it ability, you know, he just deals with stuff. Whereas I'm a bit flaky and totally useless. So, but I just get people in to do stuff, you know. So he's kind of like, you know what? I can do that. And I'm like, no, it's fine. I'll just get this, you know. And he's like, no, seriously, you know, I can do that. Like today with a hot tub, I was like, I said to the guys, like, could, could you speak? speak to my boyfriend <laughs> and I rang him up and I was like hi can you talk to the hot tub guy about the electrical circuitry thing I don't know what I'm talking about and it's just such a huge thing for me to even admit that level of you know it's not weakness is it I don't know vulnerability so. it is
1: a vulnerability yeah and I've been doing a lot with Ben do know Brené Brown who oh, yeah um, of course, I yeah. Look- I love her and I love her podcast I've been learning a lot about that for for me like apologizing for things and admitting that I'm not admitting that I'm wrong but with people that are very close to me in a in a really vulnerable type of situation it's not in a general work business sense I think I've got yeah. a different sort of mentality towards it but people that are close to me um that level of deepness I've been doing a lot around that um so I, I know what you're saying it's, it's hard especially when you're in that um you know, you're strong, you're independent, you're, you know, you're outspoken, you have your views, you know, I'm a, I am would say like, I'm on the side of a sort of the soft feminist side of things where, mm. you know, I've been with my partner 20 years and um, he, he finds it hilarious that, you know, I don't do anything around the house like that. And he, I expect him to do it all and that I'm a feminist and surely I should be doing those things. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do them. I'm no good at doing them. You can do them. I can't, you do them fine. Yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, how it works so th- thank you for for sharing that with me i, I love that so well, well see. i hope you can come back on the show in the future and thank you so much for sharing how woo you are and how um yeah how woo and energetic you are about your money and your philosophy and i hope that people that have listened in have taken some really useful nuggets about uplifting and up leveling themselves to look at what potentially is, is achievable for anybody right because there's no limits around this stuff
0: no, and read Sylvia's books and let me know what you think. That'd be really interesting.
1: I know, I'm definitely going to check those out. That's brilliant. Any any lasting sort of comments you'd like to leave us with, Helen? Just like, you know, some,
0: there's, I always think, you know, somebody somewhere don't believe in you, so you've got to believe in yourself. So the best revenge is always success.
1: And I'll leave it on that note. Thank you so much. Thanks, darling. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate
0: Your Wealth. If you'd like to take the steps to accelerate your wealth further, perhaps owning it more or maximising it to its full potential, please do head over to our free Facebook group, The Money Mastery Collective, where we post regular updates on tips to maximise your wealth and also support you along the way. We'd love to see you there.